It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And we are live. Welcome to The Process. It is Wednesday, January 3rd. I am Josh Engelman here to break down a 10-game NBA slate. we got a big one ahead of us. we got the Mega 888s or whatever it's called on DraftKings, 250K up top. And boy, oh boy, would it be fun to start off The Process stream tomorrow with that W under my belt. And that is what we're going to work for today. Hit that like button if you haven't done it yet. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. Follow me on Twitter, at Josh Angleman. What's up, everybody? Good morning. Close but no cigar for me last night. Ended up finishing sixth on the main and had a shot. Um, 
needed a little bit more out of Curry. That could have helped me pass one or two more people. Franz Wagner was my key, though. Needed a little bit more out of him. No one ahead of me had Franz. So just a couple more fantasy points out of him. A couple made buckets. That could have been the difference. But sixth is a dub. So I'll take what I can get. I hope everybody else had a successful day or night, however you want to look at it. Solid enough slate. But we're back today with the biggie. Two, two seven o'clock starts, two seven thirties, three eights, and eight thirty, two nines, two tens. You're, you're going to be around for the night. We've got the Milwaukee Indiana rematch. OKC now heading to Atlanta after their big win against Boston. They are the two highest total games on today's slate. Lots, lots to do. Lots to do. Uh, so good morning to everybody in chat. Nice to see everybody here. What's good? I don't have too much to say. I think we kind of need to just get into it. This is a big, big slate. Lots going on. I'm about ready to do it. I don't know about you guys. Travis, I saw your screenshot. Congrats on the uh, first in the night slate. Um... Lots of news to come. Brandon, that's not what I wanted you to say. I wanted you, I wanted the opposite. I wanted you to be like, oh, and there's not a lot of news. I don't like a lot of news. I don't like Q tags. Oh, there, there's a bunch of them. Oh, <sighs> yeah, late, late slate or night slate. I ended up down a bit. Um, you know, too much Chris Paul. I did it. It's funny. I had, uh, I had so much Chris Paul main slate, night slate, and yet I had his uh, under points, rebounds, and assists on prize picks. So uh, that was um, not ideal to cheer for, <laughs> but what are you going to do? What are the shoes next to the Jordans? The gray, they're all Jordans. I assume you mean these. that um, it's hard to there we go there we go boom unions they're the second newest ones these were the christmas present those are the new ones Zach Gaskins, fingers crossed for you, man. Congratulations. I assume you want that. And if you do, I hope you get it. I hope you get it. All right. Uh, let's get into this one. Let's drink some coffee. Let's break down some basketball. Coffee here, ready to drink it. Part of me wishes I had two of them. I'm excited for the wrong reason this morning. So... My generic little push-button milk frother died a little bit ago, and I got a new one, and the new one sucked. I mean, it was like the weakest, it was like the Adam share of milk frothers, just very weak, wispy awfulness. Um, This new one that I got, USB charger, three settings, even on low, it almost threw all of my coffee out of my cup. I can't even imagine what would happen if I put it on high. So 
uh, I'm happy for some freshly frothed coffee. Rise and grind, everybody. Let's do this. Cheers, everybody. Mm. Well, here we go. And by the way, sign up at Stochastic. Links in the description. Or sign up for Odd Shopper. Link in the description. Whatever you're looking for. Sports betting, pick'em sites, DFS. We've got you covered for data. Boom. Let's get into it. Washington Wizards. 10-point underdogs in Cleveland. This is going to be a 239 total. Yuck. Garland out, Mobley out. So standard Cleveland rotation. Q-tag on Gallo. So probably somewhere around a standard rotation for uh, the Wizards as well. So Gallo hasn't played in the past two games. Actually, has only played twice legitimately in his last eight. So I don't think we want to go too crazy here. I don't even really know where those minutes are going to come from. And it likely doesn't matter. Oh, they're playing Koulibaly a lot less now, too. So for the most part, if there's a rotation that doesn't really need to be changed, we're going to move quickly, and then we'll dig in on the ones that need a lot of help. So like Washington, for example, doesn't need much. Cleveland now with Mitchell back for two games. Everybody else that's normally available is available. I don't think we have to move around uh, too much there either. So just little tweaks. They're playing George Niang a bit less than they had been, which I think is mildly interesting. But I think we've got Cleveland and Washington right out of the gate looking good. I do want to look. I've got Donovan Mitchell's points prop at 34 and a half. I do like to check in spots like this when you're facing someone like the Wizards because that's when it starts to matter. Exactly. So I've got him at 34 and a half. Donovan Mitchell's points prop is 30 and a half. I only went 37 minutes. We're talking about a guy with a gigantic usage rate with no Darius Garland around. So I actually don't, I like my projection more. I'll take, you know, a point off of his usage just to, to mute it a bit, but. I like Donovan Mitchell, I believe. I don't know his price yet. We're about to find that out right now. On the Washington end, there's not much here. Uh, we're still talking about a Cleveland defense that's sixth. We're talking about a Cleveland team that is 22nd in pace. There's just not, not a lot to look at here. Remember, 10 games. If it's not obvious, I'm not really going to touch on it. Gafford... Avdia, Poole, Kuzma, Jones. You can have any one of those dudes. I don't think any of them are a priority. I do, however, think Donovan Mitchell is a gigantic priority. 9,500, point guard, shooting guard, amazing matchup. 29th ranked defense in Washington, fourth in pace. Even if I'm a little bit heavy 
on his points prop, and I honestly don't think that I am. I've got his his rebounding prop is six and a half. I got him at six. His assist prop is seven and a half to the under. I got him at 6.3. I like this projection that I have for Donovan Mitchell. He looks amazing. But then again, I really like Jared Allen here too. 7,800 has the opportunity to play big minutes if he has to. His rebound prop is 12 and a half. That's where I'm at. His points prop is 19 and a half. That's where I'm at. Jarrett Allen and Donovan Mitchell are... Donovan Mitchell is a priority to me today. Jared Allen sort of is in that he's going to look like one of the best center options, but we know how center is, so I don't want to overreact too quickly, but on paper, he looks really good. 1.2 fantasy points per minute over the past 30 days for Jared Allen. I got it at 1.3 in this matchup against Washington because of the increased pace. But we're definitely going to the Cleveland side in that opener. Now we go back to Milwaukee and Indiana. We just did this one a couple days ago. We're going to do it again here. For Milwaukee. Injury report. Hugh tag on Chris Middleton. Right knee injury management and a left wrist sprain. That's kind of important. Uh, Otherwise, everybody else is in. Actually, AJ Green is out, but that's besides the point. Q tag on Bruce Brown. Q tag on Nemhard. That's a little tricky. Because we don't totally know what we're going to get here out of this Indiana team. That starts to get a little bit trickier. So Indiana beat him by nine a couple days ago. We've been getting the Turner, Nemhard, Neesmith, Halliburton, Jalen Smith starting lineup. What we need to think about now is if Bruce Brown is back, who's starting? My assumption is that Bruce Brown starts and Jalen Smith doesn't. But I don't know if that's the case. We got to get Milwaukee done first. And that's really not all that difficult to do. We're going to swap out the minutes we had for Andre Jackson and get them back to Marshawn Beauchamp. Who was out for the most recent game. We're going to take some playing time off of Pat Connaughton. We are going to get Malik Beasley up back up to 30. I'm going to keep Bobby Portis at 24. And then I could hide five on Andre Jackson. Not a lot of changes that we need for Milwaukee. The Indiana side is where it starts to get tricky. Because we don't really know what they're going to do with this starting lineup. The problem is we need to care about it a lot. Lucky for us, it's a 7 a.m. or 7 p.m. start. So we're going to have this one regardless. We're going to go 36 minutes straight away to Tyrese Halliburton. We're going to go straight away to 28 for Miles Turner. Then we're going to go... We have to, like... Is Nemhard the guy that leaves the starting lineup? Are they going to go... Halliburton, Brown, Neesmith, Smith, Turner? That feels wrong. Because Bruce Brown has missed the last five. I think we're going to get Bruce Brown in for 26. 
I think we're going to maintain 28 for Aaron Neesmith at this point. And then I think that we're probably going to maintain about 20 for Obi Toppin. So the question, I think we're going to lose. I don't know what they're going to do at center. I really, really don't. The last time that Bruce Brown played, Jalen Smith is the guy that didn't play. But it feels weird to go from starter to nothing. Like, shouldn't Jalen Smith then be ahead of Obi Toppin? I don't like this. I don't like this at all. I want them to keep starting Nemhard so I can keep not playing him, but... I don't have a great feel of who this is going to be. Because everybody's going to play. It's really just shaking out what we do with Isaiah Jackson and Jalen Smith. So let's think about it for everybody. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. S&P, I think the ship has sailed on top and starting. I think you have to... If Neesmith is going to shoot 49% from three and play D, like you, you got to have that guy on the floor at all times. I don't think you can... can I don't think you could take Neesmith off the floor any longer. Like, Buddy Heald has not played a lot in the past three games. Well, past two games. I'm just going to start plopping some minutes in here. See how we feel. Feels like Nemhard is going to lose some time now. The problem is Nemhard... So Nemhard played 16 minutes in that final Bruce Brown game. I think we're going to lose most of Nemhard. And if that is the case, then it's just going to leave us the ability to play Isaiah Jackson and Jalen Smith. So if we do something like... At least it'll get me to probably stop playing Jalen Smith. That's going to be helpful. So I'm going to try something like that. Rates I don't have to change or anything. So let's look at this game and see what we need. Okay, Milwaukee doesn't look great. These guys have been priced out. Brooke Lopez at 6K is fine. Damian Lillard at 8,800 is fine. Giannis at 11.9 is kind of expensive. And then Chris Middleton at 7,300, obviously with the Q tag, is fine. 
if Middleton ends up out, clearly we like Dame a lot more. We like Giannis a lot more. We probably like Portis a bit more. What about the indie side? All right, so for indie, I like Tyrese Halliburton. 10,200, projecting a lot better for me than he has been recently. I think being at home is helping this matchup. I don't mind going to a 7K Turner. Could be like an interesting pivot if Jared Allen pulls ownership. Isaiah Jackson is still 3,800. If you think he's the backup center, that will be a piece of value we'll need to talk about. But we need this starting lineup for Indy. It will be very important. And if we just get one of those guys out, then all of this kind of comes out in the wash and we know what we're doing. But I'm really intrigued to see what they do here. So game three, Oklahoma City at Atlanta. Thunder are two-point favorites. Coming off the big win, awesome game against Boston last night. Uh, this is a 247 total. So this is the third highest total, sorry, second highest total on today's slate. For OKC, we're obviously not doing anything. I'm just leaving the exact same rotation in from today for today that I had yesterday. Uh, they're on a back-to-back. They don't have an injury report out yet. So that's easy. For Atlanta, no DeAndre Hunter. Otherwise, everything is the same as it normally is. I do want to get a couple tweaks here because I think Jalen Johnson's minutes need to go up. So if we get... Jalen Johnson's been back for three games. He played 35 and 36 minutes the past two. So we are bumping that bad boy up quite quickly. Uh, I guess a Kongwu didn't play the last game and they played Bruno Fernando. That freaked me out. I don't think we have many other changes to make here. Trey Young's playing even more lately. 38, 36, 40, 41, 39, 38, 40. I'm going to 38 on Trey. They also played Patty Mills a bit over their past two games. Were either one of those blowouts? They beat Washington by four. Patty Mills did play in the first half. So I'm going to take those Wes Matthews minutes and turn them into Patty Mills minutes. I'm going to take two minutes off of Bogdan Bogdanovich. We're going to keep DeJounte Murray at 35. We've bumped Jalen Johnson. I've got 26-22 on Capella Okongwu. I'm okay with that. Maybe 27-21. So let's see what we have for OKC in Atlanta. Okay, so for OKC, uh, the balance between Shea and and Halliburton will be interesting. Just two point guards just over 10K, both looking pretty good in good matchups. Atlanta, by the way, 27th in defensive rating, 6th in pace. This is a, a track meet of a game. Both teams very good offensively. OKC's, OKC's defense is what's saving them here. I don't really like too much else for Oklahoma City. Uh, Chet is fine 
Giddy's fine. Dort's fine. Big game out of Giddy last night. On the Atlanta side, I mean, Jalen Johnson's the guy you got to get to the most. If he's going to be playing 34 minutes a night, he's he's a little underrepresented in salary. So Jalen Johnson immediately stands out as a priority play for today. 6,300 power forward only. I like $10,300 Trey if he's playing 38 minutes, but let me be clear. He looks a lot like Shea Gilgis-Alexander and a lot like Tyrese Halliburton. There will be an ownership component to those three guys that you could really mix and match. I I don't know the status of Ja, but we're also going to have Ja, Luka, Kyrie. Uh, what other point guards am I missing? Fox. Um, CJ McCollum to a degree, but bad spot. That's about it. Oh, I mean, I guess Dame, uh, Donovan Mitchell, loaded at guard at the top. Yeah, S&P, exactly, exactly. Guard is stacked up. I will continue to, like, not hate the idea of going to Sadiq Bay. I'm actually going to take a minute off of him so it doesn't, like, really happen. But the two key pieces coming out of Atlanta are Jalen Johnson and Trey Young. Jalen Johnson in particular. Uh, probably not Barnes, Zach, unless they dropped his price. Chicago, nine and a half point dogs in New York, 218 total. So this is the lowest total on the slate. It's the only game below 220. Uh, there's only three games like below 225. We don't know the status of anybody yet for Chicago, right? They were on a back-to-back. So this could be a little murky. Patrick Williams got hurt yesterday, right? What happened to him? Patrick Williams' ankle injury. I know Kobe White left, but he came back. And then it was over in the fourth quarter, obviously. So we need to think about what this team looks like with no Patrick Williams. Which I assume means we get DeMar at the four. They are really thin right now. And they don't exactly have Patrick Williams minutes to give up. So I'm going to stick with 31 on Drummond. And I'm going to go 17 to Terry Taylor. I'm going to go 37 to DeMar. We've got 37 to Kobe White. I think we're about to get like 30... Two out of Io Desumu at a minimum. Man, they are just so short on fours. No Craig, no Patrick Williams. I guess we're probably going to get. Oh, man, this team is bleak right now. Whew. Fine with the Caruso minutes. 
probably need to bump Javon Carter up. We're going to bump Dalen Terry up. If I get Julian Phillips in for 16, that still leaves me six short. They really don't have any other bodies. I'll hide six minutes on the team right now, but... And, like, I don't think the Patrick Williams status matters to the Bulls themselves. And, that like, most people should look bad in this game because of what it is. Ooh, I haven't projected the Knicks yet now that OG Ananobi is here. That'll be a, a fun little exercise. Because this is very clearly a different team than they had been. They beat Minnesota by six last time out. So let's go ahead and project the new look New York Knicks. We will start that off very easily. Maybe not easily. Jalen Brunson in for 37. Julius Randle in for 37. Isaiah Hartenstein in for 33. I will give Precious Achua. The backup run. And then we'll get Dante DiVincenzo in for, what, 26? We'll get OG Ananobi, who stepped right in and played 35 minutes. Oddly didn't close. We'll go 35 to OG. I think Miles McBride... Oh, he fouled out. Thanks, Brandon. That makes way more sense. Oh, yeah, I knew he picked up a shit ton of fouls. Wow, that's really interesting. So OG picked up a shit ton of fouls in his opener, and so did Emmanuel quickly. Uh, okay, uh, we got we to gotta pause this right here. OG and Anobi and RJ Barrett showed out in their new respective teams. That is not the way that I would describe their first two games. I would say OG and Anobi aggressively showed out. RJ Barrett did not show out. He was negative 7.5 EPM. That was his worst game of the year in terms of game EPM. So, uh, showed out. Might not mean what you think it means. Let's get Josh Hart to 28. Yeah, negative 7.5 EPM. That is the worst game that he has in EPM all season. And, like, if you include last year, there's only, like, two worse than that. All right, so the last two guys we got to get in here are Grimes and McBride. That doesn't get much easier than this. I think we're all right with what we have in here right now. I doubt we like anything because of the total here. So, yeah, like the Chicago side, even with no Patrick Williams... 
like maybe you know you're okay getting a little DeRozan or a little Kobe White, Tsumu for value, Caruso fits. Just none of it looks good. And then on the Knicks side, all right, so that's different then. Knicks side looks a little bit better. Uh, $5,600 OG Ananobi. I, I do indeed like that price tag. What's his points prop? Because I got him at 16, but I don't have a great feel of what his usage is going to be. You would expect it to slightly go up. 16 and a half, juice to the under. I'm happy here. Uh, Brunson's at 25 and a half. I'm a little heavy on Brunson. 26 and a half for Randall. I'm right where I need to be. DiVincenzo, 12 and a half. I'm even light on DiVincenzo. Maybe we take a half notch off of Jalen Brunson. I probably bumped up DiVincenzo enough. But I like Hartenstein at 5,900. I like Brunson enough at 8,900. Again, point guard loaded. Um, but $8,900 Randall. 1.25 fantasy points per minute over the last 30 days. No reason he can't have a ceiling. Especially with the fact that he's going to get a steady diet of nobody good defending him. Like, DeMar DeRozan's terrible. But Ananobi, 5,600, will really fit. Like the Knicks side here. Go to game five. Wait, is it a 12-game slate? Am I stupid? Oh, I said 10 and it's 12. I thought it was a 10 gamer. Oh, I hate it so much. I thought it was 10. I even tweeted it incorrectly. Oh, DK dropped the two 10 o'clock games. <laughs> oh, man. I forgot they've been doing that already. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Whew. I saw those two extra games there, and I was like, what in the world? All right, good. I feel a little bit better about that. All right, halfway point. Brooklyn Nets, six-point dogs in Houston, 222 total. Can't imagine we like much here either. Uh, on the Brooklyn side, they're on the back-to-back. Not really going to be making any changes here. So I'm going to leave what we have in as what we have. On the Houston side, Tari Eason questionable. Still no Dylan Brooks. I don't think I have a change that I need to make here other than small tweaks. So we had everybody in last time out. We got way more minutes out of Amon Thompson. So let's go ahead and pull up that box score and see why that happened. Oh, because they beat Detroit by 23. All right. Um, so yeah, I feel okay with Easton's minutes. They didn't play Jock Landale, so I can get him out of there right away. Jeff Green really didn't play that much. Who played backup center? Oh, Shangun just played the entire third quarter. But they, then they went to... Jab oh, they went to Jabari Smith at the five to start it off. Okay, that's cool. I can handle that. 
interesting rotations though out of Jeff Green lately. Let's uh let's cut him down to 12. And then we can get Jabari Smith a couple extra minutes. At the five. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Um, yeah, Amin Thompson obviously got massive blowout run, but played more anyway. Aaron Holiday has been playing less than he had been, which I think is kind of interesting. I'm going to take him down a notch. I'm going to bump up Amin Thompson. I have 25 for Tate. He played 26. Could have played more. I'll go to 26. 32 for Jalen Green. He just does not appear to be playing that kind of playing time. The Van Vliet minutes look fine. You know what? I'll even go a little bit higher on Amon Thompson. And then we just need to hide eight minutes on Reggie Bullock. Seven minutes, I reckon. We are not going to like this one, I don't think. For Brooklyn, no. It's it's Bridges and that's it. Uh, you know, Claxton's okay. 7,200 for Bridges is a decent enough price tag. Man, Claxton is a bad free throw shooter. Oof. All right, for Houston, $8,900 Shingoon would be the guy that I'm looking at. I went 33 minutes. He could very easily play more than that. Uh, don't know if that's going to be necessary. It's just, it's really hard to like games with a 222 total or a 218 total. When the first three games we talked about were 240, 255, and 247. Like, these games just, they have so many less points. Like, this total is 25 points below OKC and Atlanta. And 34 less than Milwaukee and Indiana. It's just really hard to make up that ground without pricing changes. Toronto and Memphis. Raptors are one and a half point dogs in Memphis. 232 total. Toronto coming off the three point win in the debut of Emmanuel Quickly. We saw Quickly get the start alongside Barrett, Barnes, Siakam, and Jake Puddle. They went to a very concentrated rotation of their main seven guys. Thad Young played two minutes for reasons. And then Boucher was the only other guy that saw the floor. So let's think about that for a second. We got Jake Puddle playing 37 minutes 
that is terrifying. Terrifying to think of. 35 in the game without everybody. 37 in the game with everybody. I don't know how you don't project Jake Puddle for 30 minutes today. At a minimum. And I think that you could realistically want to go to like 32. I'm going 30 right now. I do not, do not trust it. I want to go higher, but I'm going to wait until I talk to Adam about it a little bit. We'll maintain 37. I'm going to go 37 minutes to Pascal Siakam. That's three straight games of 40. Now, one of them was with all the guys out, but still. So we got 30 for Puddle. Right now, 14 for Boucher. We're going to go 37 for Pascal Siakam, 36 for Scotty Barnes. RJ Barrett played 30. I don't really see anything different I would do there. I've got 28 for Gary Trent. He played 26. Uh, probably want to dial that back to 26. I've got 28 for Schroeder. He played 29. I feel like 28 is about right. I've got 29 for Quickly. Now, Quickly played 28. He also had... Wow, he, he didn't pick up any other fouls. So he picked up two fouls in the first half rotation, but he played nine and a half minutes. He was set to play another eight and a half minutes, but he picked up two more fouls and then sat. So Gary Trent picked up an extra five minutes. I think there's a case to be made that quickly should be at like 31 or 32. I'm going 32. Because Emmanuel quickly was going to play most of that five minute stretch. And then I think they were probably like a little bit nervous in the beginning of the third quarter and pulled them after four minutes. So I'm okay there. Now, if we want to hide minutes on someone, Thad Young, whatever, I don't think that matters. I'm going to hide them on Jalen McDaniels, but I have a sneaky suspicion I'm going to be projecting Emmanuel quickly and Jakob Pertle, uh like way ahead of the field. So that'll be interesting to see. But I think it's going to be Jake Puddle season. Now on Memphis, are we going to see John Morant today? We don't have an injury report. They played yesterday. They beat San Antonio. But and Ja came back and finished the game. You know, he, he played 35 minutes. He played the entire fourth quarter and the final 14 minutes and 28 seconds. But, you know, if his knee's a little sore after yesterday, could matter. So I've got 35 to Ja. Uh, don't think Derrick Rose will play on the back-to-back. -back. I'll just sling those minutes directly onto John Conchar. We got 21 for Biombo. Man, I could have used a couple extra points out of him for more money. Uh, he got off to a hell of a start. Ended up playing 28 minutes. 
didn't close. They did close with Aldama, but Biombo had 4.6 boards in the first quarter. Needed that to continue. Sorry, that's not even right. He had four points, three boards, a steal, and two blocks. Needed that to continue for thousands and thousands of dollars. I'm going to go back up to 22 on Biombo. Tillman, full DNP yesterday. I hate this team. So... Triple J, they split the entire center minutes. Zach, I do. They split all of the center minutes. I'm going to go to 24 on Biombo. And then another 32 for Jaron Jackson. I think that has to be done. I don't know how you go lower than 24 on Bayambo after seeing that game. He played 28 minutes. Those rotations are there. What do I put him on? Uh, my plate? I don't think that's the answer you're looking for. Uh, yeah, grits aren't big in the north. That was, I, I never had grits until I moved to North Carolina. I mean, personally, my my favorite way is under a bed of sauce and uh, shrimp, uh, shrimp and grits. But what do I put on my grits? My personal like cheese obviously is the play. I make my wife and I both make a mean chorizo grits. So stirring in some like really high quality cheese usually a cheddar but whatever you're looking for and then uh some crumbled chorizo incredible the key to grits ladies and gentlemen is using way more liquid than you would expect if you want to do a cup of grits do like five cups of liquid at a minimum drown these bitches and cook them slow half hour 45 minutes up to an hour you want to greatly hydrate those grains of corn so uh, yes. Cook them with way more liquid than you would ever expect. Search for Daniel Gritzer. No pun intended. He's got a really good uh, way to cook grits. Now, I've never been a sugar dude. Mine, Mine's more like on the savory side. But cheese is the key to me. Anything under shrimp and grits is going to be great. And I say that as a North Carolina uh, transplant. I'm obviously from Pennsylvania, so talk to actual Southerners more. Yeah, no. Uh, if you want to use, you know, chicken stock, splash of cream, whatever. The key to risotto, ladies and gentlemen, since we're talking about it, because that's a that's something you need to stir a lot. Pressure cooker. Don't have to stir it at all. The vigorous boiling when you release the pressure of a pressure cooker will emulsify your risotto. Creamy with basically no work. Highly recommended. Jim, where are you from? Let's finish off these minutes from Memphis. 
Salty Aldama, I probably need to bump up to like 21. Canard played 20. That looks fine. <laughs> okay. Jim, you're not too far from me. Not too far from me at all, Jim. Back in the day, me. Not me now. Jim, take 309 South directly to Tamaqua. Wave to me the next time I'm there. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. What do I do with the rest of these men these uh Memphis minutes? Vince Williams play more? I guess he did, didn't he? Yeah, I think they really are uh, settling on a bit of a rotation here. You got it, Jim. You got it. Yeah, Rose isn't playing today, that's for sure. I wouldn't be surprised if Kennard sat, too. I'll throw... Just some spiller minutes on Tillman. I don't think it's going to matter too, too much here. But as we look at Toronto, ooh, okay. So 6,100 for Jakob Pertl. He's not going to get ownership. If I'm giving him 30 minutes and he looks like an all right play, there's no chance he's going to be chalky. That is a guy I want in GPPs. Siakam and Barnes both look fine. Quickly he's up to 6,400 now. I think it's probably easier to get to Barrett than quickly just because of the guard and forward spots. Man, I really thought quickly and Yacoperto were going to pop up a little bit more for me. On the Memphis end, Biombo is fine. At, uh, so Biombo is still 3,800. That's going to be a thing for me, unfortunately. Uh, Aldama looks good at 4,200 as a value piece. Triple J. Morant, Bain, all fine. There are no standout options from Toronto, Memphis, but I do think it's ripe to be sneaky. All right, what else do we got here? New Orleans Pelicans. Seven-point dogs. In Minnesota, 224 total. Yeah, Scrapple is the shit, guys. Look, breakfast meat is breakfast meat. And this breakfast meat is good. All right, for the Pelicans, not much we could really do here. We got 20 minutes out of Joval. We got 20 minutes out of Larry Nance. And then we got eight minutes out of Cody Zeller. New Orleans on the back-to-back. -back. They beat Brooklyn by 30. Zeller's minutes were all blowout run. So all we really need to do is just 
project Trey Murphy back in the game. So I just have to cut down all of these minutes. I don't really think we have much else to change for New Orleans on this back-to-back. -back. And we don't know enough. <laughs> oh, Jim. Now now you're now you're now you're deep in the game for me. Now you're you're deep in my game. Hometown flea market, which was affectionately known to me and everyone in my family as the auction. Uh have not been in a minute. I've been gone for a bit, but a uh, very regular attendee there. I want some pizza next time I'm home. And then uh, Beacon Diner, man. We are talking two miles from my house. I go, every time I'm home, I go with my dad for breakfast. It is not the nicest place in the world, but it is a classic Pennsylvania diner. But yeah, that is, you are now, you are there. <laughs> All right, for the Wolves, this is not a team that we're going to have to change much for unless somebody is out. And for Minnesota, no one's out. So I'm going to maintain this entire rotation. I don't see much that we should be changing. New Orleans. I don't like anybody. Remember, 224 total. This is one of the three lowest totals on the slate. Minnesota is the number one defense in basketball. I don't really like Ingram or CJ or Zion. I like nothing on the Pelicans. 7,800 for Carl Anthony Towns, power forward center. Put a pin in that one for today. Gobert is totally fine at center. Jaden McDaniels is fine at 4,700 on DK. And Anthony Edwards. Um, I'm going to raise my hand. Why is Anthony Edwards point guard shooting guard on DraftKings? Somebody, somebody want to help here? Anthony Edwards is shooting guard small forward, if anything. To call him point guard shooting guard is a little weird. Uh, looks way better having an MPE, but that is not the correct MPE. I kind of like the Minnesota side a little bit. I will doubt I doubt I will like this one. Portland Trailblazers. 11 point underdogs in Dallas, 234 total. Eight and out. Moses Brown, questionable. Kamara, questionable. Reith, questionable. Simons, questionable. This isn't really fun. So I got to delete everybody here and try to reproject it. Now let's think this through for Portland. This is going to be a real chore. I'm going to go 34 minutes to Anthony Simons. I'm going to go 28 to Scoot. Shaden Sharp played 18 minutes in his return two nights ago. I'm going to go 22 to Sharp. And I'm going to go 30 to Malcolm Brogdon. We have to assume Kamara plays and starts, I'm guessing. So maybe 20, 22 to Kamara. 
if Reith is questionable, we got to project him like he's going to play real minutes, I think. The problem for Reith is that he hasn't played the previous three games, but I think it's important if he's available. Now, they got the shit kicked out of them by Phoenix. No surprises there. Moses Brown played his limited run. No surprise there. Do we get 14 out of Moses Brown? I feel like I have to project Reith for more minutes here. I'm going 22 to Reith. I don't like this. Okay, so if I wanted to keep Thibel in the rotation at his normal minutes, this would be 10 dudes if I give 22 to Reef. That only allows me 20, or that only allows me 12 to Jabari Walker. Now, when Aiton was out previously at the beginning of December, we still only got around 20 minutes of Jabari Walker, but Jeremy Grant was also out at that time. When Reef played 32 with Grant back in, no Aiton, no Sharp. Walker still played 22. Who didn't play? Moses Brown got 14. Reith got 32. Walker got 22. I just didn't have the sharp minutes at that point. Whereas today, I, I would. Now, sharp's going to play more than Jabari Walker. So the question would be, who would lose these minutes? It could be Moses Brown. I mean, they will start Reith, right? Like, he started the 26th, didn't he? Or did they start Moses Brown? When Portland beat Sacramento on the 26th, okay, they started Moses Brown. I think I'm mostly okay with how I have this projection projected. I do want to give Jabari Walker more minutes. I don't know where they come from. I'll take Kamara down to 20. That'll give me two more. I can get 14 on Walker. We'll see what this looks like before we figure out if it matters. Or Dallas. Uh, not on a back-to-back. Exum doubtful. Maxi out. So let's get Exum out of there. We got 32 out of Kyrie in his return. I will comfortably go to 33 now. Yeah, I don't... If if uh, if Brown and Reith sit, it's just going to be a lot more Jabari Walker. You'll get... We'll get like... We'll get Baji playing like Moses Brown is my guess. All right, so we'll get Jaden Hardy in for 25 minutes, 24 minutes, something like that. We can bump Timmy to 29. Uh, Grant Williams playing not a lot for this team now, which is something. 
I didn't expect Derek Jones Jr. to be a bigger part of this team than Grant Williams. Did anybody else get that feel? I sure didn't. I'll take Josh Green up to 22. All right, for Portland. Okay, perfect. Dwap Reith is 4,700 on DraftKings. So unless he's starting, we're going to have a really hard time projecting him to look amazing. If he's starting, it starts to become a bit of a problem. Jeremy Grant is okay. We're not going to go to Moses Brown. If Simons is back, you know, that part doesn't look great. I don't think we're going to be going to anything from Portland. I do, however, need to change their rates a little bit, which I might not even have. Yeah, there are no Portland props right now. I don't think we're going to like much here from Portland. I think we're going to dodge a bullet. For Dallas, I mean, look, feel free to get to 11-5 Luka. He looks great against Portland. The only problem here is that the position is loaded. $5,500 Lively is totally fine here as well. You know, Kyrie's okay. I don't know how you play Luka on FanDuel at 12-6 today. That is That feels impossible. Jaden Hardy is probably worth a little bit of a look. I need to take a minute away from him. We got two to go. Nine o'clock starts. Clippers, three-point favorites in Phoenix, 233 total. For the Clippers, neither one of these teams are on a back-to-back, so that helps. What do we know here for the Clips? Nobody on their injury report at all. For Phoenix, still no Durant. Nas Little is available. Uh, last time I projected the Clippers, I guess Kawhi was out. So let's reproject this Clippers team, which should be very easy to do. We'll go ahead and get James Harden in for 35 minutes. And then we'll get Terrence Mann in for... Oh, shit. Did they change the starting lineup? Why is Terrence Mann playing less? Why is Terrence Mann playing less minutes? Mm, I don't like it. All right, we're going to go 23 to Terrence Mann. We'll get Paul George in for 35. We'll get Kawhi Leonard in for 35. We'll get Zubats in for 28. Daniel Tice in for 15. They got Mason Plumley back too, right? Or did he not play? I'm pretty sure I saw that he was active. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I guess we're going to go to like 27 on Norm Powell. And then we get Russ, 20. And then we need like 18 for Amir Coffee. 
And then just four random minutes to Mason Plumley. Alrighty. That's pretty easy. Do we have Clippers points props? Would help to look at them. Clippers points props. Kawhi, 24.5 to the over. Good. Paul George, 23.5 to the under. Good. Harden, 16.5 to the over. Good. For Phoenix. Again, we have no Durant. We could use the most recent game as a little bit better of a read. Uh, Phoenix did beat Portland. So first half here is going to be pretty important. We've had, that's just the first game that we've had without Durant in a minute. So let's take out everybody generic. 30 minutes for Nurk. No, I'm going 29. Kata Bates, or we got Chimeti Metu starting. Played 26 minutes. Who is the backup center? They went to a short rotation of Azabuki. They did play Bull Bull for a rotation. Which is interesting. And they... I guess they ostensibly went to Metu as the backup center there. They didn't go to Azabuki in the second half. Metu was the backup center there. And then when they closed, it didn't matter. Okay. So let's go Bradley Beal. 30 minutes, 35 minutes, 34 minutes. We're going 34 here. And then we'll get Grayson Allen in for 32. We'll get Eric Gordon in for 29. We'll get Booker in for 37. Seems like Metu is just the backup center. But also playing quite a bit more. I think 26 minutes makes some sense. He could close. I'm willing to give Bull Bull two rotations. Josh Akogi can play 16 minutes. Kata Bates Diop played about 16 minutes. Oh, and I can hide one of those rotations. On Yudoka Azabuki. Perfect. Perfect. So for the clips, 8,400 Kawhi probably looks the best. No problem with $8,300 Paul George or $8,700 Harden, but I think Hard or I think Kawhi is your best option for the Clippers. There's not much else here though. For Phoenix, uh, for me, it's Booker. I might be a little over-projected here, but add him to the list of the million different dudes that look like good options today. I don't really like much else for Phoenix. I think we could roll the dice on Beal if we want to. Uh, Chimetsi Metu's price is already at like a point where you don't feel great. Final game for the slate. Detroit Pistons, nine-point dogs in Utah, 239 total. The Pistons 
standard stuff. No Isaiah Stewart for Utah, also standard stuff. So probably not moving too much around here, which is kind of helpful. We've got Jalen Duran in for 33. I'm going to make that 32. I got 36 for Cade, 36 for Boyan. Make that 35 on Boyan. 15 for Asar Thompson. Make that 16. 30 for Ivy. Make that 29. Bump up Alec Burks. Knox played 24. They got beat by 23. Knox actually closed, which is comical. I think we could leave 26. I feel okay here with the rotation that I have. Because they played Sasser and Bagley in blowout run. I guess I could toss those minutes on Killian Hayes. Now, Utah, obviously very confusing as of late. We saw Jordan Clarkson get a triple-double last time out off the bench. <laughs> so this stupid Utah team is going to be just a real miserable experience. I think I'm just leaving this right now, and I'll talk to Adam about it in a bit. Go Fontecchio, though. For Detroit, it's Bogdanovich, Cunningham, and Duran. if you're going anywhere. I wouldn't say that any of them look like priorities. And then for Utah, Markinen, 8,100. Kessler for 5,400, I guess, is okay. Colin Sexton for 6,200, if you think he's playing 28 minutes, is okay. He didn't play nearly that much in this triple-double game, but I guess he could. I don't know. Let's run some crunches. I, I like the slate. I'm happy those other two games aren't on there. They should be, but I'm happy that they're not. All right, 177 people in the door. If you are here and you haven't done it yet, please hit the like button. That is incredibly helpful for me. And I don't think I'm asking much of you guys, if you're watching it, to want to help out. Let's grab DraftKings projections, and let's see where we're at for today. Oh, I've got to save and reopen my model file because I froze it. Easy fix. Let's try this again. All right, here we go. Draft Kings Optimals. What does this slate look like to start? We have 276.1, optimal by 0.4. Mitchell, Struess, Okoro, Jalen Johnson, Isaiah Jackson, Devin Booker, OG Ananobi, and Bismack Biombo. 
that right there is a weird lineup. I really don't want that Okoro piece. I know why it's happening. I don't want the Struess piece. I know why it's happening. I don't want Isaiah Jackson. I know why it's happening. Mitchell was in all 50. Jalen Johnson was in all 50. I think that is absolutely something that maintains today. Ananobi was in 82%. I think that maintains. Isaiah Jackson will go away to a degree. Booker does look great. Biombo, I do think you have to get to after seeing yesterday's game. Struess and Aldama were the other guys in the 50s. But I think we learned from looking through this slate what Jalen Johnson and Donovan Mitchell are. Or at the very least, what Jalen Johnson is today. I think Jalen Johnson is the best play on today's slate. Yeah, and he is climbing to the top here. Johnson won. Mitchell, Biombo, Jackson, Okoro, Ananobi, Struess, Aldama, Lively, and Quinton Grimes, if you're looking for value. That's how bad the value is right now. Jalen Johnson is your number one play on DK. Now, FanDuel will look completely different. The positions of FanDuel just completely change how this works. So, on FanDuel, optimal lineups. optimal by 0.13. Beal and Mitchell. Jaden Hardy, Isaac Okoro. Boyan Max Struess. Metu Jalen Johnson. Alperin Shengun. Beal, Mitchell, Metu, Okoro. We're in all 50. Did I project Isaac Okoro like incorrectly today? No. Twenty. Did I, I mean, it's 29 minutes? Crazy? No? Okay. Just checking. Just checking. Jalen Johnson was in 94%. Everybody else drops to below 50 there. So we have a clear delineation of what the top of FanDuel looks like for today. Okoro, number one. Metu, two, Beal, three, Hardy, four, Max Struess, five. We made it, folks. We made it through the 10 games. Only two tomorrow, so we'll be quite quick. That might be the last two-gamer we do. I might I might put, the, put a pin in those for the rest of the season. Not worth waking up for. But for now, that's going to do it, folks. Another one in the books. Prize picks video will be out shortly. Don't miss that one. We picked up a win yesterday. We pick up another win this week. That means we are guaranteed profitable. So it's going to be a good day to get that one and look have everything look great for the rest of the week. Contenders videos will be out as well. Strategy show, deeper dive, all that good stuff. It has been fantastic seeing you guys this morning. But for now, this was the process.